the reality of things is that Tears of the Kingdom, they do have a lot of, you know, uh, mentions about... There's going to be something. What's the next morsel? What's the next ingredient in the soup? Just the rest of the podcast. And we go, la, 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 la. That's <laughs> like day to spoil it. But not like an alien isolation way. We're like, oh, the end. And it's not the end. Epicosity, which is a word I think we've used before. <laughs> I'm sure Epicosity. we have. Is it me being crazy? <laughs> Should I get my no. foil hat? You've got <laughs> another 200 hours before you can finish <laughs> this bad boy. You need more time. And I was like... We go back to what Nintendo has been trying to do for the longest. Hey everyone, welcome to the Grief Burrito Podcast. I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. Today we're joined by Lily Hyrule. Hello. We've been chatting the past few weeks, might be a month, because we wanted to discuss what's next for Zelda. We thought you might be the most perfect person to talk to, seeing as your official last name is Hyrule, as we can see on screen. Oh yes, official. Official. (laughs) It was hard to change it to that. Shigzy was not happy. (laughs) You've met Charles Martinet, first and all. You work with Zelda Universe TV, so I ask you, what is next for Zelda? Kind of a sensitive topic because mm-hmm. uh, because ever since Breath of the Wild, I think that we have been getting a lot more Zelda uh, players, which is great. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a pro for that. I really encourage and I really like that Nintendo's kind of bring it everybody uh, to kind of, you know, get in, involved into the whole the Legend of Zelda franchise, which mm-hmm. is huge. So is. also there's, you know, this kind of problem, we'll say, and more like discussion in terms of like is the old formula coming back you know and the old formula mm-hmm. for the 3d versions or 3d games such as you know the dungeons and and you're not able to advance or to progress into a certain dungeon if you don't have a certain um item or a certain weapon which mm-hmm. it's not the case even with tears of the kingdom which is the brand new release it's not the, the classic formula they kind of merged a little bit with Breath of the Wild. Eiji Aonuma has mentioned many, many times in terms of this is the new formula and this is what's going to be Zelda from now on. So there's, mm-hmm. I don't really think we're going to have high hopes of getting back to the whole classic formula that we're kind of used to. Also, Shigeru Miyamoto, when he started with the whole Legend of Zelda, you can actually see it from the Legend of Zelda for the NES. That was an open world concept. That was originally the whole concept, but a lot of people kind of got used to the whole same uh, formula all over and over uh, again. So when they released Breath of the Wild, they pretty much went to the roots of everything. So there's Mm -hmm. not really like um, a guide or a certain route for you to follow or a path to follow. You can go whatever you like. And that's when it gets a, a bit more complex because some of the players that really love that kind of formula, they're not very happy with this open world concept. But if we take it for ever since this started, that was mm-hmm. the intent for a Legend of Zelda game in the in the first place. Me and Jordan have come at the the <laughs> series from very different points, haven't we, Jordan? So like, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I've played every game since the second game came out on the NES. Like that was my first ever Zelda, Zelda game. Too. Adventures of Link. Oh, yes. Oh, my. Uh, that was my trial by fire into the Zelda games. And he, I even kind of like that. It might have been the music that got me. Um, I have to say it's a really good game. A lot of people it's don't a challenge. Really, it's yeah, a challenge. It's, it's and a challenging you game. don't really see any other Zelda game like that. No, the Dark no. Souls of Zelda. It, it is yeah. the Dark Souls of Zelda. I was literally just about to say that, Jordan. Yeah. Um, and then, Jordan, your, the way you've came at the, the Zelda series is... It was Ocarina first, mm-hmm. and Ooh. then skip a load of stuff. <laughs> I never finished Ocarina when I was young because I was an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think, I, I want to say it was Twilight Princess, and yep. then Breath of the Wild. I mean, that's that's three very strong ones. 
Like yes, I know, they I know um, me and Jordan went back on YouTube and did play a bit of Majora's Minish Mask Cap. as well. Sorry, oh, Minish Cap. That was the another sorry, great one. Another Minish great Cap one. was the best out of up until Breath of the Wild for me. From that, like I, I can see even I was feeling unusual towards the the way Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom went. Like I did kind of mm. miss a little bit of the linearity. Yes. M- more so with Breath of the Wild, I think. That was very much just like, it put you in a world and was like, yeah, go. Um, whereas Tears of the Kingdom Go crazy. Felt, it, it, yeah, literally, um, you could do whatever you want. Whereas Tears of the Kingdom felt a little bit more guided. And I think it was because it was a little bit more story to follow. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. and, and I'm kind of glad. But Tears of the Kingdom has made Breath of the Wild feel like a demo that took seven years to make. Absolutely. My brother made a point the other day, and I'm interested on both of your standpoints from this. Lily will go with yours first as you're the guest. My brother said, Tears of the Kingdom makes it feel like you don't really need to play Breath of the Wild. Yes. Well, Nintendo has been trying very hard, especially with the biggest IPs, in this case, Legend of Zelda, Mario, and stuff like that, for everybody to be able to play the game without having to go back to its predecessor or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, whichever other game is available there. You do get a little bit more about the tutorials, getting, you know, used to the whole gameplay and mechanics and stuff. And they really are focusing on doing that. So when I usually get this question quite often, actually, they they do ask me, like, do I need to play Breath of the Wild in order for me to understand and to play Tears of the Kingdom? The answer Mm -hmm. is no, especially because of the story. I mean, it it does mention a bit more about Sheikah technology and stuff like that, but that doesn't even exist anymore here, so you don't really have to worry about it. And in terms of, like, you can really play the game without having to know anything about Breath of the Wild. But also Nintendo kind of uploaded a few videos on their uh, Nintendo of America YouTube channel or Nintendo UK YouTube channel about Tears of the Kingdom. So if you want to know mm-hmm. more about, like, the story, you can always you know, research it and try to get a little bit more information. But yeah, I do agree that it's that's not the case. It definitely makes Breath of the Wild redundant in mm-hmm. the way that if I was going to yeah. try and play a Zelda game now at any point just to hop into it for a few hours, I yeah. wouldn't have any reason to go back to Breath of the Wild. Um, no, no, I, I think it feels a little more empty. Yeah, but that's the thing is that we were spoiled with Breath of the Wild, really. <laughs> and then when you think there's not more that you can do, going back to your question of what next mm-hmm. for Zelda, I couldn't tell you when Breath of the Wild came out what Tears of the Kingdom would do because it just seemed unfathomable to me that there could be something better than Yeah, this. what else could you do more? And yeah. now I'm going to sound like an idiot in seven years' time because, <laughs> I don't know, Tears of the the kingdom i don't know same spelling yeah uh is gonna be so <laughs> much better, better and there's gonna be so much more i'm like a fool for not seeing these really obvious building blocks that they put into place and mm. um, but uh, coming off the back of like i'm a big dark souls fan with the open world yeah i'm a big fan of far cry 3 that kind of thing as soon as you move into tears of the kingdom or breath of the wild from the other zelda games despite them being somewhat open world they are, they're a hub more than anything with linear levels which lead you to later parts. Yeah. I really liked Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom for breaking away from that because I like that freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, an open world game that doesn't bore me is incredibly difficult to come by because yeah. it's usually just, you know, Ubisoft fatigue or mm. Assassin, like Assassin's Creed being a really key one for that. Um, mm. They just completely knock it out of the park. I could just run around in Zelda for hours and love life. But any other game, I don't think I could get away with that. No, no. And like thinking, you know, trying trying to think ahead like that, like not even realizing what this game would be going off the back of Breath of the Wild. Like oh, yeah. I I feel like 
Tears of the Kingdom came out. Shigeru Miyamoto walked into his office and shut the door and was like, shit, what next? Because <laughs> we need to find something big and amazing to go on to. He, you know? he goes out smiling. He's like, thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you just hear the scream as the door closes. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, each game does build on something. It builds on something new. It builds on a new mechanic. I really didn't see the whole vehicle thing being no. in this game. And when I first heard about it and first saw any kind of image of it, I was skeptical. There was that whole comparison to Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, which oh, I, I can so completely concerned. see. And I, I loved the Banjo-Kazooie series. And when that one came out, I was really not a fan of what happened. So I was scared that it was mm. going to be the same kind of thing. But yeah, there's going to be something. What's the next morsel? What's the next ingredient in the soup, as it were? I think because we're not getting any kind of DLC for this game, which Eiji Onuma obviously said recently, he would be open to revisiting this world if something came up later on. I just, I think they're just going to wipe the plate. I think there's going to be a brand new Link. I think it's going to be a brand new Zelda. I think it's going to be a mm. whole new story. Yeah, me too. This... Go the way of Wind Waker and change it up. Exactly. And I'm glad you brought up Wind Waker, Jordan, you wonderful yes. little chap. Because Thank you. What was the one thing that was missing from Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom? The one yeah. thing? It could be many things. Oh, the no, boat. there's one, the one specific thing for my argument, Lily. There's one specific <laughs> music. thing that you have to music. say. Music. <laughs> no, well, music, well, music is what... music got improved. Um, it definitely got improved. Oh, I meant, like, instruments. Yeah, there is. Um, oh, I, I do uh, want to see instruments okay. come back. I do want yeah. to see instruments come back. I will definitely agree with that. But the one thing is, is diving and swimming. There is nothing about oh, any underwater oh, yeah. world at all. Right. And I really thought, because that was mentioned with Breath of the Wild, that at least in Tears of the Kingdom, they would have added something. I thought they would have added even just the slightest little mission in a shrine where you go underwater, because it's not that difficult of a mechanic to introduce. But why would Making you concrete that? boots? It may, yeah, like you being attacked by the mafia. I mean, you could do that. Walk along the bottom, fuse things to your boots. You'd be Why sleeping with the fishes, and exactly. then Mifa appears, and he's like, ah. <laughs> ah, sleeping with these fishes. Yeah. I, I mean, everyone <laughs> does love, love that big Zora boy, too, um, Sidon. So, Sidon. You know, they're going to bring it about. It's going to happen. Uh, that That's one thing I think. Maybe we're going to get submarines. That's the new submarines. game. Literally all underwater. I was flooded. You happy now? You happy yeah. now? Yeah, there you we go. did Wind Waker above. Now we're going below. What do you think, Lily? Right. Do you think we're going to be getting some underwater mechanics? Uh... I think that it's important for them to look into it because there's mm -hmm. a lot of people that really miss that. And But also there's the other point of, you know, a lot of people hated the water temples, right? So yeah. <laughs> I don't really think they're going to be fun about, you know, swimming around, but they really need to look into that concept. Um, I feel like they're, like, I do agree with Jordan in terms of, I do feel that um, they will have to start a whole new link a whole new probably timeline yeah. or whatever's the case um for the upcoming games if of course we're expecting upcoming games but i don't really think that they're gonna go and revisit to the formula that they had for i mean for breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom in terms of the game mechanics and and and, and all of that i feel that they're gonna stick with that because that's the formula that has been working for them mm -hmm. um but i don't know it's just i am always curious to dive in of course if i'm on on a lake or uh, yeah, same. I, I don't know i just just want to go and and try to do that because of the previous games but if they didn't do it on tears of the kingdom i don't really think or i don't find a reason why they would do it again mm. i feel like they will have to do it because people are requesting that or yeah. you know a lot of people are kind of begging to have that kind of option again but I, I just, I feel I like it was omitted 
on purpose i feel like yeah. it was it was and, and maybe that's agree. just me maybe that's a me problem that if someone doesn't do something i'm like you're keeping that on purpose i can feel you hiding it from me <laughs> you know like that like, yeah <laughs> maybe i'm because being skeptical i've i've i would have expected for that to happen on tears of the kingdom it didn't mm -hmm. so yeah i do agree with you that they're kind of stepping away from it on purpose do you think there'll be any point where like w when playing this game i noticed a lot myself and i presume a lot of other players have the same jordan you probably did too although i know you haven't completed it yet so we're gonna try how and how far avoid... are you in the game yeah, i'm, I'm curious the shadowy man i don't want to spoil it for people listening the shadowy uh, man yes and yeah. then you you do that and then he's like oh there's more and then you gotta do more things and then <laughs> I, i've learned so... so jordan i could edit it out if you say it <laughs> right okay so you fight shadow ganon yeah after you've got the four sages after the hands come out yeah, uh -huh. so you fight him, and then you win, and then he's like, ah, oh, and then I skip the cutscene, because I don't really care. Uh, and then, uh, now I need to do more things, and I was like, this is great, I'm going to lend my Switch out, because I've got other games to play. So you're pretty uh, far, though, you're pretty far. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've got that issue of, like, I want to do a lot of things in the first playthrough, because mm -hmm. I realistically, I'm not going to play that game twice. I just want to get everything, and then I'm done hurrah and then move on i don't even have tears of the kingdom in my house anymore i don't oh, have my okay. switch in my house anymore that means we can spoil it that means we can spoil it Lily. yeah do yeah it. yeah do it i dare <laughs> yeah, you i dare you I dare you to spoil it just the rest of the podcast we go la 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 as long as i can also based on my com own community <laughs> i have seen this uh with a lot of the completionists for example that they kind of um got this bad habit because of breath of the wild that they want to complete everything 100 mm -hmm. before actually advancing on the story and one yeah. of the feedback back that I got from someone, uh, another of our um, part of our community said, well, yeah, it's just that when Breath of the Wild got released, I was super excited and I started to go through the entire story, but mm -hmm. it was kind of a disappointment for me. So I kind of sure. step away yeah. from, yeah, because there were kind of, uh, there were high hopes for Breath of the Wild. And then when they, now that they're playing Tears of the Kingdom, they're like, oh no, I want to get everything first. So they have spent over 300 hours trying to collect everything Ooh. to get 100% before they can actually beat the game. I've seen yeah. that happen. And I, I mean, feel like mm -hmm. they, they really don't have to do that. I keep telling them, go and mm -hmm. play the story go along the story beat the game it's nothing that's going to happen i even got one um one person to, to uh, he mentioned i don't want to beat the game because i feel like if i beat the game i'm not going to be able to go back to it i'm like no yeah. that doesn't happen that's not the case you can always go back like Do, does he mean mentally like when <laughs> nope. he's beaten I just it. can't take it no nope. <laughs> yeah he's just like, oh i'm done with this yeah no not mentally yeah. like the, oh, okay. the system not allowing you to go back to the game once right the game. okay Right, yeah, I see. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree. And like, I felt that, um, like when, when we started talking, I obviously said I wanted to complete the game before we did this episode so we yep. could talk freely about everything. Um, and in my haste, I suppose, I expected to the, the game to be a lot shorter than it was. That's another reason our yeah. episode got pushed back because I was like, oh, I've got a bit more to do. And it, I was surprised at how much more content was in the story than the last one and i was very very pleased with that with that it just kept expanding this was a game that every time i thought i'd found everything it was like oh no there's another mechanic here there's the auto build feature there's oh this to do or you know i just kept finding extra stuff and i i was so so glad to experience it that way if i'm honest but not um, like an alien isolation way we like oh the end and it's not the end no and then you're like, oh the end it's not the end <laughs> i mean that, that's going. a game that yeah. just, like, makes you cry all the way through it anyway 
I don't think I can emotionally take that game. When I was about, well, on that particular part of the game, mm-hmm. I always knew that I needed to do more because of occurring of time, especially because of occurring of time. And without giving, you know, a lot of information, you know that there are six ages, right? Yeah. So you kind of know that already, or it mm-hmm. was already programmed in my mind, at least for me. So yeah. I knew I was going to, I needed to go and find that other sage. Yeah. So it was part of the mm-hmm. whole, because the way that I played and uh, because of all the other games, I thought like, yeah, we're, we're missing something. You can and spoil it. I don't mind. I think I know what you're talking about anyway. I think that's more than enough for me to say, because <laughs> this is not even really a spoiler, because even the character has been released officially by Nintendo. So yeah. a lot of people know about this other sage so Mm -hmm. that's all i'm gonna say but what i'm trying to say is i do agree with you that it gets to a point jordan where you kind of you feel like you're really going to go to the end of the game and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden that's not the case you still need to do other stuff and it's gonna happen also because also um harrison you can also add to that because i remember you told me i'm about to be the game and then you came back and said oh no there's something else i have to do like (laughs) i told you i told you there was still something else you needed to do right You've got so. another 200 hours before you can finish <laughs> this bad boy. I think right. the Ambien was just like, you need more time. And I was like, what are you on about? <laughs> How do you know? Well, like I said, I, I it wasn't a bad surprise. I just, it never felt like a slog playing through it. It always felt really interesting. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to explore the rest of the depths. I'm going to do all of that. A lot of do goodies think in the depths. It, there's a lot. I know I need to find a lot of the armor and stuff. I do have... A lot of the amiibo cards, so my, we've been getting all the different armor sets on there, but there's loads I haven't got yet, so I need to upgrade stuff. It's a lot easier things. with the amiibos, 100%. So, yeah, it definitely is. Jordan, do you know about Zelda? Or did you do the memories? She's like a dragon, right? Cool, right? Because so oh, I yeah, was really yeah, yeah. surprised okay. that Zelda turned into a dragon because it felt. I don't know, it gave this really like melancholic tone over the whole game when you realize that the tears that you're finding are Zelda's about the kingdom. I just, oh, my mind, I was getting like, the, you know, when you're going to cry, you get all like that tightness there. <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah. God, this is so sad. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely loved that. And one of my predictions was that Zelda was going to either die or get lost. I thought about that. And as I well. thought that, yeah. that, yeah, I thought that was going to be it. And Minoru even says that, you know, you're going to lose yourself. I was like, oh, cool. This is actually, it, it felt like there was weight in the story, weight in the decisions of what was going to happen. Yep. So when you come up to the final chapter, the level of epicosity, which is a word I think we've used before, Jordan. So <laughs> <when> you, I'm <laughs> sure epicosity. we have. It is in our dictionary. I'll Look go it get it now. On the screen okay. now. <laughs> epicosity. You feel free to use it, everyone. I thought it hit the mark. I really did. And I, I love what they did with Ganondorf. I know that a lot of people have said that they felt this was a weaker iteration of Ganondorf, but I don't know if I agree. Do you, Lily? No. Exactly. No, no. I, I mean, I have to agree with Ganon. <laughs> I have to agree with Breath of the Wilds, Calamity Ganon. That that was a whole disappointment uh, for mm-hmm. sure. But um, no, no. Um, I definitely feel that there's also a lot of rumors that they, if they were to release a DLC, they will be, you know, diving a little bit more into details about the Demon King and stuff like that. But, I mean, um, yes, but no. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, you wonderful sausage, because that I've actually got that in my notes <laughs> as something I wanted to bring up. Good. I was thinking that if they were going to do anything else, whether it's the next game or anything else released onto this, it would be about the Gerudo and finding out where Ganondorf came from. Because we see him with that, like, his tribe at the start. Uh, in one of the memories, but we never really find out are they segregated from the Gerudo? Like, why are they different? In, in oh, the is that so. where they've got the two witches from 
Yeah. Uh, from mm. what's it called? I mean, Majora's Mask, and there yeah, the Kuma Guru thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there, and I think he summons all of the um, the Moldugas, doesn't he? And he's, they come down yep, through from the, the, the through the canyon. It was something that Inuma said that made me think about this. Mm -hmm. the, the specific quote was, "If such a reason is newly born, it may be reason to return to the same world again." Whether it's a sequel or new work, it will be a completely new way to play. So I'd happy if you'd look forward to it. A reason is newly born. It's a very specific thing, and the, you know, like Gerudo's it, men, Warren male is born. Yeah, basically. But <laughs> it, it just seemed like a bit of a puzzle statement. Yeah. So why would you say it was born? So I'd love to maybe like, is the Demon King reborn? Is there a new Gerudo male born? Because there's only one born every hundred years. It just. Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Is it me being crazy? <laughs> Should I get my no. foil hat? <laughs> it is cryptic, and I think you're you're doing a good job in digging into it. To be fair, right. I would have just read that as just like, yeah, maybe if market shares there. <laughs> yeah, and also the Sonai, I feel like the tribe and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff they need to be a little bit more explored as well. But uh, the reality of things is that Tears of the Kingdom they do have a lot of you know uh, mentions about other games, but. Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of the timeline, it doesn't really belong on a timeline. Heck, it doesn't even belong to Breath of the Wild anymore, apparently. So yeah, really. they kind of restarted the whole thing. So I don't know if, you know, whatever um, A.J. Anuma actually quoted on that, uh, meaning mm -hmm. that he might look into the option eventually. But I feel like um, this is all for, I'll say more like the um, Zelda fans that have been there for the longest. Mm -hmm. And they just want to throw things there. Because um, it doesn't really confirm anything. Like even with with Fi, right, with the actual um, source spirit and stuff, you mm. can hear her throughout the entire every can, time that yeah. you mention something about that. Also, the Demon King and stuff, but it doesn't really connect with Skyward Sword at all. Like they only mention, but you never see anything like that. Um, no, no. It's and more like time... they just put things there for us, but yeah, I don't feel yeah. like they're gonna officially put it into an actual timeline or stuff no, like that. We, I, we don't have information on that will. either. I, I feel right. like their, their timeline got complex enough when it branched into three right. things. Um, for any viewers or With listeners... Twilight who, Princess ruined everything. Yeah, well, it like went to Ocarina of Time and then it split after that and then it's all these different ones. And I'll put it on screen for people watching if you don't know what we're talking about. You probably know what we're talking about if you listen to a Zelda episode, but just in case. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I just think... get the Metal Gear Solid episode? That's going to be fun. <laughs> I've still but never played it. But if you think about games. it, it doesn't really any of, if you play any of the other games it doesn't really it doesn't mm -hmm. really mention anything. They do mention like no. this happened 100 years ago or this happened a long mm -hmm. time ago, but it doesn't really have a connection. They kind of put together a timeline for the sake of understanding the whole story. Mm -hmm. We go back to what Nintendo has been trying to do for the longest. They want new players to join. They want yeah. other players to actually get, you know, get to experience the Legend mm -hmm. of Zelda regardless of if you have ever played any breath, um, any um, lit, um, well, Legend of Zelda game at all, right? So mm -hmm. I feel like they they, they really want to they really want to they really want to focus on that. And yeah. if they ever if they by a certain point ever decide to add Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom within the timeline, they will pretty mm -hmm. much branch it out and just lay it out for us because we're yeah. begging to know, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not like I feel it's really a thing anymore like no no it, it yeah. feels like anything that came before is a legend it's what it is it's a story yeah. that's told in the world like very inception having layers like that but i do kind of I, it's a good way to do it because then you don't 
it gives you more freedom to do more things in the future, basically. Right. When you mentioned about Fire then, I actually, that was one of the things that I really, really loved all the references that they had to previous games. Uh, yep. two, two come to mind specifically. One about Fi. every time the Master Sword is mentioned, it plays her motif, like the melody from the music from Skyward Sword. And that's Sword, her. Is, we know that's yeah, her, but it's really, never really confirmed. Nice. No, no. And the other thing right. was when Rauru bound Ganondorf in one of the memories, the other sound that played when Rauru bound Ganondorf in place was the Majora's Mask <laughs> clock tower bunk. Which I, I mean, Jordan knows I'm a massive fan of Majora's Mask, so I like absolutely lost my shit when I heard that. I stood up, I was I like, do. oh! <laughs> you know, so I, I just love that. I, it, made me, yeah. I, it made me wish more people had played the past games for this one to really appreciate how much was in this in references to the other titles. It's even cool seeing like bits on the map being like Minish Cap related. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. that's really neat. And then hoping that it'd be an Ezlo Cap and there isn't and being no, very no. upset. I, I would have loved to have seen you be able to be Minish in this one. Like shrink down and wander through the grass and then suddenly the world is twice as big as you initially thought. I, I just want a feisty little cap to give me shit. <laughs> You're awful. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ezlo, please. Yeah, all those references are kind of, mm -hmm. you know, um, something very special for a lot of Zelda fans. They have been for, yeah, there for yeah. the longest. Um, and I, I feel like they put those references because they know we appreciate them. Yeah, yeah totally. 100%. I mean, there's some references that surprise me, like being able to get rubber tights in Breath of the Wild in terms of the kids. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Appealing to the rubber daddies. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like even being able to get like the dark tunic and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. It gives like the uh, edgelord versions of ourselves back in the day. It does, like, yeah. Oh, I want to be emo link again. And yeah. you can. And it's great. I wish you could dance like Tobey Maguire when he gets a bit edgelordy in uh, <laughs> Spider Man 3. <laughs> That'd be so good. <laughs> Someone's got to have made that. I'm going to check. So it's got to be on there. There's got to be a mod for it somewhere. So I know we've got so much that we can even like have a think about going forward. And they've obviously got seven years to produce this. I presume it's going to be on the next console, whether it's going to be the Switch 2 or something else. Who knows? We're still I waiting know. on that pro. The Switch uh, U. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Switch like U. The Wii U. The Wii U. Not. Switch U. Switch it up. Maybe that's what it's going to be. Um, uh, yeah. Yes, do we know anything? Has anything been said yet? Do we know anything? No. Nothing else. inside else. scoop, please. <laughs> I don't have an insight, an insight mm -hmm. on that, unfortunately. So no we way. don't know. They're basically rumors at this point. But um, mm -hmm. if they were to, you know, show that kind of prototype, it's something that's we might see something in the near future. But mm -hmm. yeah, no, nothing really yes. confirmed so far. It's so going to be interesting to see them fight against the Steam Deck now yeah, and what right. that can do for the form factor. Very, so very I, interesting. I think they're going to have a bit of a um, firefight trying to figure out what they can do to make the Switch 2 or whatever the versions are going to be called mm -hmm. live up to the Steam Deck and whatever its you know superior will be in the near future. I mean, I presume they've got to get something more powerful or at least try to be, yeah, you yeah. know, more powerful than the Switch and the Switch OLED has been. The art direction's um, carried Nintendo for a very long time. And don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. it, the art direction for Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, you know, Super Mario... It, uh, I don't know. Sunshine? I forgot the name. <laughs> uh, the one, the, the new one. The new Odyssey. Galaxy. Odyssey, not Galaxy. Yeah, Odyssey. There we go. But all these kind of games, uh, Metroid Dread, despite, despite being Huge these games fucking. that... Yeah, they're, they're not, like, technically... Well, Tears of the Kingdom's technically impressive. They're not big games. No. Uh, but no. the fact that they can make them look that good on this kind of... Mm. In the nicest possible way, such shitty hardware... Yeah, it's mm. basically... It I think my, phone, my new phone's more powerful than the Switch, which is... It is yeah, 100%. It is so impressive. 
but mm -hmm. they're going to have to do something to kind of up that game to give them the edge again because mm -hmm. you can only go so far on that. I, I, think, I think this is the this is the limit with tears now. Yeah, yeah, it's really pushing the upper limit of what the switch can do. I think yeah. as a little prediction, if there was going to be something that I would do the next console, I would presume that. If they're going to keep the hybrid model where the console they can come will. out of a dock, which, yeah, I presume yeah. they will, I would think that the dock itself would have something that could increase the power, whether it's an internal graphics card built into the, the dock, so when it's yeah. docked, it could do 4K gaming at whatever hurts, you know. I think um, that's what Alienware did at one point, isn't it, with their laptops? Mm, yeah. Where you yeah. Could have the dock, yeah. yeah. And, and if you think about it, like, the, the dock is basically just plastic power. frame. Yeah. yeah, where you connect the power supply and the HDMI port, and that's it. It yeah. there's nothing to it. Like even for the OLED version, you you mm -hmm. kind of have the port for the LAN and stuff like that. But the dock is just the dock for you to put the console there and to be able to watch or you know play on a television mm -hmm. or whatever is the case. But there's nothing else on the dock, so everything no, no. is yeah. being done by the console. And mm -hmm. I do agree that they have to put something there, so at least you can go one. You know, uh, yeah. you can feel the difference, right, in terms of the, like the graphics if you dock yeah. it versus playing it handheld. Like, but personally, yes. I don't play mine handheld. If if I want to play, I a don't game, either. Um, yeah, like, so. I, I could appreciate it maybe with Metro. Sofa Dread. stands over here. Um, yeah, <laughs> sofa stands. Um, but if I'm playing something like Metroid Prime, the remaster, which looks great, or Tears of the Kingdom, or Mario Odyssey, for example, all these games look great on a big screen. So I want to play it on a big screen. Um, right. Are you okay, Jordan? Are we waving? Yeah, What's just <laughs> sorry. Caught fire there. <laughs> <laughs> I saw smoke. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Carry okay. on. It's all right. No, that, that's pretty much all I was getting at. I just like to play on a big screen. I I, I appreciate yeah. playing the handheld. Like I said, if it's for Metroid Dread or something like that. But then again, even with Metroid Dread, I want to play it on a big screen because I like the atmosphere of it. You know, it's like a rarefy sofa game now. Why? Like, I've got a PS5 and a Switch, so. If I'm going to sofa game, I'm going to sofa game. I'm getting to the age where if I lie at a weird angle playing a Switch, Ooh, it's going to hurt the next day. It's, I am not a young man anymore as Soldier 76. 76? Yeah, damn. 76. I, I've not said Soldier... I've not thought about Overwatch in a long time. Yeah, I've, um, I've never played I'm not it a young still, man anymore. Still to this day, never played it. I've got no interest in it anymore, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but if um, we talk about the part, uh, being able mm -hmm. like the hybrid mode, um, a lot mm -hmm. of you know competitors out there have always tried to make a portable console, and Nintendo yeah. has been you know revolutionary in terms of making that happen mm -hmm. uh, ever since the Game Boy, right? So I don't feel like any other um, companies are they have been able to do it because no I do agree close. that the Steam no. Deck it's a wonderful um, handheld device and it's like um, in terms of like the quality in terms of the graphics and everything it's it's simply not Nintendo it's not really at that level at the moment yeah but it could be that because I, I've grown with with Nintendo games I would mm -hmm. much rather buy a Nintendo Switch versus a Steam Deck but that's a personal are opinion they're but, two very different consoles in what they right. offer, in my that's, opinion. That's what like, I'm trying to say. Yeah, one offers Nintendo products, exactly. which are their entire own thing, and then right. the Steam Deck offers everything else. I, I think, yeah, anything you're going to do with Nintendo, you're always going to... They've got that very kind of niche ecosystem, which you buy into it, and you're going to have a great time with all these things you can't get anywhere else. Exactly. It's like having an iPhone almost, like... 
you mm. know what you're getting and if you like it you like it I, that's yep. why i can completely understand like i i don't really like iphones fair play mm -hmm. i'm not the huge i'm not a huge nintendo fan but i can appreciate it for what it is and enjoy the odd thing here or there but mm -hmm. for that reason i completely get why certain people don't like nintendo because it's a very niche area right it is yeah and i'd say it's it's a more segregated um way to game it feels sometimes because because mm, you want yeah. to experience it with but more those people. lines are blurring with things mm -hmm. like tears of the kingdom breath of the wild um super mario odyssey mm -hmm. it is becoming where more and more people are coming over to nintendo because mm -hmm. that the games can just stand that breath of the wild made me buy a switch mm -hmm. which yeah, is okay. like I can't think of anything else that's one thing that's made me buy a console before. No, no. But it's, it's very strange if you put it like, if, if now that you mention that, uh, because originally Breath of the Wild was developed exclusively for the Wii U, not yep. for the Nintendo Switch. So yeah. that's kind of the things that I don't like about Tears of the Kingdom 100% because I was hope I was... I kind of had like high hopes for Tears of the Kingdom because it was going to be developed exclusively for the Nintendo Switch. So it was going to yeah. be like the whole hardware situation because I got the opportunity yeah. to play the demo at one of the E3s um, and I played it on the Wii U. So when they announced the Nintendo Switch and I thought like, I'm not going to get it for the Wii U, I'm going to get it for the Switch. Like I saved myself to buy an actual Switch Same to be able here. to yeah. play yeah. it. But in terms of like the performance, it was never built for the Switch. So yeah, it's it's insane that they. It was mirrored that. as well, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like they did mm. with your um, Twilight Princess, Twilight uh, Princess. GameCube, and, yeah. and Wii. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, no, I, I might be thinking of that. Never mind. I might be wrong in the mirroring there. But <laughs> yeah, I I did have a Wii U as well, and that I don't think it was very quickly after getting the Wii U that mm -hmm. I got rid of the Wii U because there was just <laughs> nothing for it. So I think it yeah, was yeah. kind of right for them to put that focus more on the Switch because they knew what they'd done with the Wii U. They, I think they kind of realized quickly. They were like, well, shit. <laughs> we need... <laughs> Push it to the Switch. Push it to the Switch. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yep. So, Lily, what, what are you doing next with the Zelda Universe TV? What's coming up next for you? Anything exciting that you're working on going forward with the Tears of Kingdom content? The problem that we have with Zelda Universe is uh, spoilers. Um, we do have a very mm. strict spoiler policy that we want to keep. So um, I started or I joined Zelda Universe as a short form video content creator. So you, mm -hmm. you will see like either you will hear my voice on one of the reels and TikToks or you will see me depending on, on the type of content that I'm creating. Um, but there yeah. was this project that we wanted to start um, to create um, tutorials for the Zelda Universe YouTube channel. Oh, but that nice. kind of set up, uh, put aside a little bit because Zelda Universe has been a bit busy with a lot of projects and events such as PAX and all the other ones. They kind of reached out to me uh, or reached because they knew that I was making tutorials and tips and stuff like that. And that's why mm -hmm. they wanted to focus a little bit more on the tutorial side of things. Because if you look at their channel right now, they have other things going on, but not really specifically for Tears of the Kingdom. It has been a challenge for me to come up with ideas because um, a lot mm -hmm. of the things that I will share, it will have spoilers, right? So yeah. uh, we had a six-month policy. So we're almost hitting that mark. So... I, I guess until we get to that particular part, then we might discuss further things that it, it's really going to happen with um, the Zelda Universe content. Also, I mean, when I first started uploading uh, tips and tricks for Tears mm -hmm. of the Kingdom, uh, I started, you know, getting a lot more reach. Um, not yeah. even with Zelda Universe that I was getting at all. One of my reels was the one that 
kind of exploded and it got two million views. Um, it was about Damn. the repair system for Tears of the Kingdom that wasn't yes. really active in Tears of the um, and Breath of the Wild. And the whole reason yeah. why it kind of blew up is because there were a lot of people very angry with the fact that there isn't really a repair system per se. And they added mm -hmm. this kind of way of repairing weapons with Octoroks. So yeah, that's the reason why I got a lot of attention. Um, yeah. But I've been doing that on my YouTube channel as well. So um, even though I'm not creating content with Zelda Universe at the moment, um, mm -hmm. I kind of started, you know, uh, branching out and focusing a little bit more on what to do. There's also another thing that I will like to bring out because mm -hmm. I've been getting, you know, in social media, you get a lot of hate um, most of the times. And one of the things that a lot of people mention is that, I'm, you know, I'm teaching stuff that is already there, that it's not really mm -hmm. new. And of course, there are a lot of Zelda players are absolutely amazing. They have this amazing skills and I'm, <laughs> not, I'm never going to be at their level because I don't consider myself like a pro player. I just like to play Zelda, right? But yeah. when it gets to a point where I get DMs from people thanking me for creating a video that explained that something very yeah. very simple and they tell me like oh i'm sorry it's just that i have this disability or i have this mm -hmm. problem or i have i struggle a bit more and your video actually helped me to do this and that fills my heart every time that i get those kind of dms because i feel like i'm actually I'm achieving my my main goal, right? And I I, yeah. I still feel like people are just gonna be complaining about stuff. And I keep doing I keep doing mm -hmm. what I do. And I know that there are a lot of videos out there already about those kind of things. But I'm like I'm just doing it for the community. That's really what I'm what I'm aiming for. And Zelda Universe also strives because of that. Like their their main goal is to do that, right? To share that with the community. Yeah, I mean that's great. That's I mean, great. It's it, it's. It's hard sometimes saying that there's, a, you know, you can't say there's loads of information out there because a lot of the times the information is hard to find. To, to find a specific thing that you want to know right. is hard when you're looking through this giant video of whatever this piece of content is, whether or it's a tutorial or not knowing how to Google the thing. It might exactly. be that you explain something a different way to someone else. Exactly. If yours shows up first. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah because yours is a specific thing. Also, weird, my, my alarm just went off saying we're recording a podcast right now. Yes, we are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are. Are you going to be late? Yeah, <laughs> Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> so I've got one final Zelda question for you, Lily. Yes. Do you want the hat to come back or do you want the hat to stay buried? I want it to come back. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> no, I think I agree. There's something I miss about the hat. What about you, Jordan, as a, as a new Zelda boy? Is it going to come back as a fedora? No, I was green fedora. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's a very specific question. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I want Ezlo to come back. That's all I want. That would be cool. Yeah. More that talking hats. Just, just as anything, even if it's a different hat, and he's like, "Oh, I'm Zezlo. Yeah, I have a cousin who knows a guy who looks like you. It's something yeah. stupid." <laughs> that would be cool. Just a slightly different beak, like it's a toucan beak yeah. instead of like a thing. He's beak. a blue hat opposed to a green hat. Yeah, something like nice. that. Yeah. And then when you dive underwater, he holds his breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little yeah. bubbles come out I, i'd be all about that i mean <laughs> oh. there are two very important things that i personally miss from uh the newer mm. games one would be a companion i know they're kind of annoying sometimes but they grow on mm -hmm. you um there is a very yeah. special character development there 
for some of the some of the companions, not all of them, especially yeah. Midna. She's my favorite. I mean, she. Oh, Midna's great. It's mm -hmm. great. Like she really that last part when you're about to say goodbye to her, I always burst into tears. Oh, like every time I see that part, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, that is the most important thing about like you see that grow, like that kind of mm -hmm. development with Midna. So I kind of miss having a companion a lot. And the second thing will be an instrument. Yeah, because um, there have yeah. always been an instrument mm -hmm. um, for anything, but we don't have that anymore. So I kind of miss those things. Yeah, music is something that I've missed since even like Skyward Sword when they brought that one out. And it was like you just had to like wave to do the harp thing. I, it, it just didn't give the same vibes as Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask did. And I know they did right. somewhat music in t um, Twilight Princess, sorry, with with the wolf howling. And I like that, but I st I just want more of it. As a musician, I just want to What do you I think the next more. instrument's going to be? Put your bets on now. Mm. <laughs> um, they're they're going to have to add an instrument at some point in the next 30 years. Gonna have or something. To. They're going to have mean, to. What's it going to be? I mean, I could go crazy and say a guitar because we have seen that uh, in Majora's Mask, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Zorling. Um, yeah. I don't know. It could be. I'm pretty sure they're gonna go with something like a flute or something like that. Like, it's I don't probably really gonna be a wind instrument. Like Skull Kid. I, yeah. I would like to see them bring in uh, like Makar's viola from Wind Waker. Oh yeah, nice little Ooh, viola. I, I do have one here. Have you Good. got one? Oh my God! I'm gonna say trombone. Let's jam. Okay. He's gonna he's gonna bring out a trombone. Hey, nice! Hey. <laughs> so good. This is my car, actually. I, I've got because a, a lot an, of people would say like it's a Korra. But, well, yeah, technically it's a Korra, but it's actually from the Wind Waker. So that's like that's <laughs> like having a dog and them saying that's a dog, and it's like yeah, but it's my dog. It's my dog. It's different. Mine's better <laughs> my than dog, the rest. Ben. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I really miss my car. Yeah, same. Well. I like so. him. I I was kind of hoping he would pop up in. Um, Breath of the Wild, to be honest, when you were in the um, in the D the Deku Woods. But why didn't they I do anything with um, Hestu's maracas? What? Oh, what, like music, as in like playing with the maracas? I suppose, like, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I suppose it does have an instrument. Cause it has Hestu's maracas, and it has the accordion, and it has the band. Also, band. also, the where was Cass? Quintet. Where was Cass in Tears of the Kingdom? Where's, where's Cass? Cass at? Bring back Cass. Everybody is still looking for him, but no, there's because no... And, at the end of Tears of the Kingdom, in the credits, it plays the squeeze box accordion. And I was like, yeah. he wasn't even in this game when you're playing his music. <laughs> you're lying to me. You're lying yeah. to me, Shigeru. They're playing yeah. with our game, with our feelings, uh, 100%. And our hearts. I am down yeah. to three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think they should bring back Cass personally in the next one. I don't know yeah, what it will be, really, where it will be. I, really I reckon they're going to go... 2D Zelda again, or yeah. 2.5 or whatever. That'll be amazing again. because that'll be uh, the next one. Yeah, that'll be amazing because the last one remake. was Link's Awakening, and it was a remake. Mm -hmm. It was a really, it, a really good yeah. remake, by the way. But it was a good remake. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a lot I of guess, people. Uh, I guess thingy doesn't count, does it? The um, Cadence for Hyrule doesn't count because it's a spin-off of Necrodancer. It's a spin-off. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think we're going to get a remake of the Adventures of Link. They're going to redo it from the ground up like full well, on well th there was a rumor about a sequel when they mm. first I think it was going to be for the Game Boy or something but they never actually got back to it so no way that's such a shame I, I would like to see maybe not a remaster but like a reimagining like something new with that um, I don't know everybody's mm. just hoping to get a port for Twilight Princess and the Wind Waker I'm oh I know that's that. all everyone like, talks about everybody I see has that been every waiting single day. for that for the longest 
Yeah, yeah no, like, I, I do I agree know. with that. I do agree with that completely. What we'll do is, seven years from now, we'll have you back on the show. Yeah. And we'll go over everything. We'll play this back mm-hmm. and talk over it and commentate and be like, we were right. We were so wrong <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> yep. Review our own episode. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, one last question from me. What was Charles Martinet like? Oh, he's such a wonderful... He speaks Spanish, by the way. Uh, oh, so does he? It's, it's very, very, uh, you know, unique that we, I, mm-hmm. can, I can get to, to speak Spanish with someone as big and, and as, mm-hmm. as Charles Martinet. So I met him three times already, uh, two at E3s. Um, and he's always like, when he takes a picture with you, he will always make, you know, a Mario sound, like anything. <laughs> so he always gets yeah. gets you to smile. Um, he's is super kind and he always mm-hmm. loves to, you know, to get around with all the Mario fans around the world. Mm-hmm. So it's always so wonderful to meet him and to he get to He seems like such a nice guy. He really does. Yeah, he is. He really yeah. is. Yeah. When they announced that he was going to visit uh, my town, I, I thought, like, I really need to take, you know, to get a picture. <laughs> um, and he signed my Mario Odyssey um, game. He also signed the uh, Mario DVD. Um, I know oh, wow, that he's Jesus. not, like, the, of course, he's not the voice, but he, he is in the movie, right? As is, Mario yeah. and Luigi's yeah, he, he... dad and everything i so. thought that made it even better though like to have him as the dad and he's like they're my boys like oh. yeah that, 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 that actually so nice, that I, I started crying when i when i saw that same so. it, it got me it got me as well i was like oh i'm feeling emotions <laughs> so yeah he yeah. he actually added a super lily here and we, when he was writing it when he was autographing he was actually mm-hmm. you know making mario's voice so super lily <laughs> wow he's a super oh, super that's cool. so cute yeah. Sounds like such a nice guy. Well, I think that brings us swiftly to the end of the episode. Oh my God. <laughs> really? It's gone fast. Yep. Would you like to let us know your socials, where we, the listeners can find you, where the viewers can hit you up? Well, uh, first of all, I really want to thank you for inviting me. I, I, I was very excited for this when you reached out, Harrison, Jordan. Nice to meet you both. And nice. at least in, you know, virtual, <laughs> in person, <laughs> per se. But so thank you very much for that. And um, yeah, you can find me everywhere. It's Lily Hyrule. So um, it's just basically I'm, you know, YouTube. Um, I'm usually streaming twice a week. So mm-hmm. I am currently going through a Zelda-thon. Well, a Zelda marathon. <laughs> I don't really like the Zelda-thon and like to mention Zelda-thon because I know when, when we go through a Zelda-thon, there's charity and stuff like that. I'm not really doing that. I'm just playing mm-hmm. the games. So I'm, I'm barely starting with that. And I'm also uploading uh, weekly videos on my YouTube channel. And and again, you can also find content for Zelda Universe. You can find uh, Zelda Universe at ZeldaUniverse.net. Feel free to DM me. Um, I'm always trying to be helpful if you have any other any questions directly on specific things. I do have a lot of DMs from people asking me for <laughs> certain tips and uh, how to do certain things. Feel free to do that. I'm always I'm always trying to help. But yeah, thank you very much for this opportunity and for no having worries. me. The hype you were giving in the DMs, you were like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I was like, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, I mean, there's um, a lot of content that I really like to um, mm. talk about. So I am focusing a little bit more on Zelda, but... Um, mm-hmm. I also love Bloodborne, by the way, uh, and Dark oh, Souls. Nice. So it's kind of a, nice. another side yeah. and yeah, platformers. We'll have you have you back again for sure. Yeah, uh, I recently got the collector's edition for Metroid Dread. I am a Metroid nice. fan as well. Me I really too. enjoy Me those too. games. Yeah, there are a lot of things that I that I, I would love to be be back. 
Yes, we'll absolutely. Have you anytime. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. No worries. It. Jordan, where can they find you? Go at Grief Burrito, and then you'll find me somewhere there. It's, yeah. it's easier than anything else. And you can find me at Haswild. You can find me at Grief Burrito. Also, make sure to subscribe. And if you like this episode, review it on whichever podcast app you are listening on. And we'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Farewell. Bye, Goodbye. Farewell. <laughs> do you stop okay. the recording, Harrison? Yeah. Or do I?